What's the worst thing you've ever bought? Laser remover hair. Check subscription. Sh- shock pen. What is happening? Man, I was very excited to do this podcast. That answer just went in so many different directions. Wait, what did you say? Laser what? I meant to say laser hair removal, but... What I, did you say? I, I said laser removal hair. <laughs> laser removal. Like, <laughs> wait, laser hair removal? So oh. It was, okay. it, it was like this machine that like came Like waxing, out. but with a laser. No, no, not at all. You know, like oh. how they have like these laser um, like salons, like they have like a uh, laser hair removal. You'll hear about radios and stuff. And like, it's a long-term treatment where like you go in and they like go ahead and laser it. And it's supposed to be gone forever, like forever. So there was this machine that came out when I was a teenager and it was like $600. I wasn't making any type of money to buy something like this. But my, I told my dad that the Eid money that I saved from when I was seven to when I was 12, I had like $800 in my account. And I was like, dad, use that to buy me my laser hair removal. And he was like, okay, fine. And so I bought it, it it was my money. And like, I, and also he thought it was a good investment. Don't, don't comment on that. Don't comment on that. He just was like, okay, fine. Like if that's- Were you like a grizzly bear? He was like- No, but like I was his only daughter and he, he didn't know like, Oh, you know, okay. like he was like, oh, like, is that something that's good? Did for your mom her? co-sign it? My mom will co-sign things that I want to do because it's an experience for me and she wants me to live my best life. And so then um, I bought it and it was the worst thing in the world. Waste of $600. But I checked that same account. And my dad actually never spent a dollar of that money. Dang. Yeah, I recently checked it and I was like, Wait, so what did it do? Did it burn you? Did it hurt? Did it's it not like work? If you take if you if you take like a rubber band and you pull it back and like you let it go and it snaps mm-hmm. your it, it goes like that. And and it, mm-hmm. it really didn't make a difference at all. Maybe it's because I wasn't I didn't like use it like a lot like I was supposed to, but at the same time, like there's a reason why you need to go to a salon and use like a high like voltage laser, not just like a handheld one. But I feel like if you're paying that much you should get something good. Yeah. But th- this is when it wasn't properly developed. I think it's either. not like, made for brown girls. <laughs> it's so, so here's the thing. You have to have light skin and dark hair. And Actually? that's the best combination. Yeah. So if you have light skin, lighter skin you have and the darker hair color you have is the best combination. So. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. But right, um, was- Shamir, Chag was a great investment. What are you talking Let about? Let me tell you why it was bad for me. Uh-huh. So in the engineering field, Mm-hmm. If you don't understand how to do your homework, you're going to f- fail everything. So right. I was doing my homework, like 100%, all that, but I wasn't actually learning anything. Is it because you were getting all your answers off Chegg? Because I was getting off all my answers off Chegg. And so then like I was you always- You paid for it? Yeah, I paid, paid for it too. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's a great investment. That is how most, I pass my stats class, baby. <laughs> for most like, uh, <laughs> fields, that is a great what the investment. the heck? But- uh, for me, I just didn't learn anything. I did all my homeworks, but mm-hmm. when it I got a 3.9 GPA that semester with that Chegg account, I'm just saying. <laughs> also, I didn't know how I came up with that in like five seconds. So that was good weird, for you. But, yeah. yeah. You've been That's having good. great answers. Why a shock pen? I feel like that is your humor. I, I bought a shock pen in, in, uh, in high school, no middle school. I forget when, but, um, like on accident, I, like you didn't know a shock no, pen? No, no, no. No, I knew it was a shock pen. But, um, <laughs> it was it was a great investment at first, but then the amount of trouble I got in with it was not fun because I brought it to school, 
And uh, first, like where the teacher takes the, you know, the role, the class role, uh, I, I replaced his pen with a shock pen and he like freaked out because he got shocked. And then he's like, who, who's is this? Like, <laughs> you did this to right a now. teacher? Yeah, I did it to a few How teachers. How did you have, oh my gosh. But then this is did where they, it like, lash it off. Like, not at all. <laughs> they wanted to know who it was. My friends knew it was me. They were like low key. And I was like scared. I was like, oh my God. And then it just gave me like more of a thrill. And then I wanted to do it to the next one, see what happens. Um, eventually my friends started like passing it around and stuff. This is where the story gets really sad. They ended up shocking someone who was like in special needs. And that's so sad. I, yeah. And, and I got like, I was called to the principal's office and they explained to me like, okay, like you are bringing a weapon to school. And I, I was like, a weapon? What? No. And, and then like my mom was called in and stuff. And then like, but, but it was good because, um, my mom, like whenever I used to get in trouble, it would always be her that like I would give their number to and stuff. And then she would be like, she would be more scared to tell my dad than, you know, than I actually, um, like she was more scared for me than actually wanting to tell my dad and stuff. And so I, uh, I always got out of it, but I just like, I thought that that was like not cool. And I was like, man, that sucks. Um, so it was, uh, it ended up being a not cool investment, uh, at the end, but cool one in the beginning. So Mm. I apologized, um, to the, to the girl and, uh, yeah, she was fine. Everything was okay. Um, they were able to laugh it off. So we all had really bad investments, but a good investment is to tune into an episode of strange flavors. My name is shimmer. I'm for us. I'm Amber. And this is brought to you by Aleph Theory. This is the strangest and greatest podcast in the game. If you want to email us or send us your music, your wonderful music, any genre of all sizes and of all countries. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> countries, um, geographical locations, instruments, um, any music whatsoever, mm. email it. Strangeflavorspodcast strange at gmail.com. If you can play the theme song like Avatar. Oh. You know the Wait, one I thought, that, like, I thought you were gonna say the Strange Flavors theme song. Sure. Yo. I mean I mean I mean, I mean our, I'm not gonna lie, guys, our theme song slaps. Like yeah. come on. But I was gonna say the the um the song, you know the dun 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 like when Appa's flying and everything's chill. <laughs> that song, if you can play something like that, I would love to put that in an episode. Yeah. Just as a cool transition and yeah. It would be hot. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. If you want to let your friends know where you can listen to this podcast, guys, it's everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And if you want to see my wonderful background, today I am where? You've really stepped up your game because this is, this is fire. It looks like what you're actually in a coffee shop. I'm in a coffee shop, guys. There's and there's a, a lady on the it's, phone behind you. She's actually calling the police, saying there's a brown man distracting everyone, doing an entire podcast while I'm over here trying to work. And there's nice. like garbage can- uh, trucks in the background. You have get him, to- Karen. Get him, yeah. Karen. So you have to watch this whole podcast so that we can pay for the legal fees that wow. I'm about to face. Yes. You know what another good investment is? What? Checking out ronopono.com on July 1st. Oh my gosh. <laughs> June 1st, ronopono.com. July. July. <laughs> <laughs> you got called out in the comments last time too. Guys. <laughs> I'm forgetting this own special date. I can't remember. But my wonderful co-host, they finally remember this time because last time they did not remind me. 
Yes, but true. I got we you. Failed. We failed you as a co-host. <laughs> <We're> co-host. <laughs> These guys failed me. I apologize. Guys, guys I want to ask you guys, what do you guys like to put on your bagels? I like, um, well, on the, ba- on the bagel or inside the bagel? On the bagel. As long as it's from Bobber Bagel, I don't mind. Is that what I, I want called? egg and veggie cream cheese on a either sesame or everything bagel. Mm, an everything bagel. I love happiness on my bagel. <laughs> and I get that from our executive producer, Bobber's Bagels. Wow. Wow. Our executive producer, Bobber's Bagels, has supported this oh, podcast. Sh- and you can also be an executive producer of this podcast and sustain future episodes by just checking out the link in the bio. And supporting this podcast. Yes. I hope that, you know, when Bobber gets asked the question that Amber asked in the beginning of this podcast, he does not mention strange flavors as a bad investment. I yes. hope that every time, I hope that every penny that Bobber, Bobber's Bagels has put into this podcast <laughs> is worth it because we love him. We love him. And we hope at your wedding, you play this whole slideshow of us introducing you. I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do when we get another uh, when we get another person supporting this podcast. Yeah, (laughs) Bobber's been holding it down, but we're never gonna forget him. Yeah, Yeah. we're gonna continue to let him shine. Yeah, who knows if you become an executive producer, we might give you a more amazing intro. Who knows? Wow, or not more? Whoa, not more. Don't. Oh God, Bobber just pulled out. Bobber pulled out. Oh God, I just got a call. Bobber, please don't pull out. No, I just got a call that Bobber is reconsidering. No, Bobber. He, he wants to renegotiate the contract. Oh no. We've lost we've lost uh the the Starbucks shop that Shimmer just invested in and But if you want to take his place and also be known as the executive producer at the beginning of this podcast, go ahead and support this podcast in the link below. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Shamir, and just a reminder. Just, oh, sorry. I was like dying from the Loss of loss of investments. Yeah, but uh, just a reminder, July 1st, RonanPone.com. It's going to be huge. We really want you to see what's on there. Uh, a lot of stuff is coming. Big things coming, guys. Big things coming. Stay tuned. It's, it's going to be worth it. Um, listen, we have somebody on here that, that sets a great example of intent and mindset and all of that. Um, so I want to introduce this guest on topic here the stranger today is a popular face on youtube tiktok and instagram who often shares the spotlight with his larger than life mother aka mamaji along with getting his start on youtube we talked to him about balancing law school with his creative endeavors his flip the switch mentality and a whole lot more so without further ado everyone please welcome waji west I just wanna chill up at the house And somehow still get money cause I'm broke Talk about the life I live I don't want to play Yo, my game. be honest, did you did you dress up for this? Did you dress up for us? Bro, I kid you not, I wish, okay, okay yeah, I dressed up But <laughs> realistically, my mom, literally she wanted to go on a drive I, I, Bro, it's, I don't get it She's been stuck at home one now, she's like, let's go on a drive, drive, put your thing, drive, put your thing, this and that Come with me, come with us, come with me <laughs> So I hurried up, put on whatever, and I went with them. And I just, that's why I said I'm going to be a little late because then I just got back and then I hurried up and then said, That's so sweet. Right Wait, where yeah, did you, yeah. you want to go on a drive to? Bro, literally, she almost your ocean dick now. I want to see the ocean. I go take, like, literally, <laughs> oh, it's so, bro. The fact the that you can go see the ocean, though, <laughs> on a drive. <laughs> yeah, All man, I can man. see so is a cal, field. SoCal living. SoCal living. Wait, where are you guys at? 
We're in Maryland. Maryland, just yeah. all across Maryland? the opposite side. Yeah. 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 Why did I think Toronto for some reason? <laughs> yeah, a lot I of people some think people... Toronto. Some people think Texas. Some people. Yeah. What the heck? Maryland. <laughs> yeah. That's whack. I'm sorry. What? Are we starting? Are we gonna start? Wait, have you have you ever been? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been have to Baltimore? You, no, no, Baltimore, don't say Baltimore. Yes, Have you ever uh, been to DMV, Maryland? DMV? Yeah, I've been to DMV. Yeah, yeah, I've been to DMV. Um, where? Where in DMV, bro, was it? I honestly don't remember. Names Damn, he's so wacky, doesn't remember. No, I've been to DC. No, no, so, so I've been to DC museums or something. Bro, no, bro, I went to DC. Yes, I've been uh-huh. to DC. And then outside of DC is like Virginia, right? Okay. I mean, it's, yeah. I've been in, yeah, Virginia. Then where's how, where's Maryland close to like DC? Like it's right. You go. You have to go yeah. north. You went. Yeah. So you went south. So I think I've also think I've probably been in Maryland, but it was probably like a drive. I don't know. I don't think it was legit. Like proper checking it out. Come but back, I've been come proper back. DC. So come how have you, you never around. been okay. here and then called it whack? Bro, I just want to know where the audacity is. Why? Because from. look, I just know it's like a forest. Like y'all, li- like it's legit like a forest and trees. Like I don't know how you guys do it. That ass the winners. The so- <laughs> you know what? Let's get it. Let's this get started on. This is we, this is it. This is the Cali. This is the Cali. This is the Cali privilege right here. Yeah, Cali, it's Cali privilege. I don't blame right you. Now, I don't blame you because because I feel like if you're from California, then then you're allowed to talk that way. Because it's but, super beautiful. Spoiled. It's but like, listen, yeah, every every place has its own beauty, right? Like we right. we've oh, getting deep. Yeah, let's throw out a roomy coat. Roomy coat right now. Listen to me, bro. There's you. You ever seen snow? Of course, man. Come on. We well, see. Look. Let me tell you this. I'll let you finish. But hold on. California has everything. You <laughs> no, know what I'm no, saying? California. If, Cal- if you want to go see snow, we go up to Big Bear. If you want to uh, lake, ocean, anything like, literally, we have it all. Have we you just don't have? Have seasons. you ever shoveled you the season. snow? <laughs> you ever no. had? Oh, you ever held a shovel and <laughs> get it off your driveway? No, no. Did you make a snow angel? Did you make a snow angel? Not in California, no. Dang. So there's experiences you're yeah. missing too. Okay, we might there not be able to see an ocean, but at least we made a snow angel. Yeah. No, but see, listen. If tell us. Go to, if, you, if you want to go for a drive, what do, what do you do? Oh, there's tons of places to drive. Oh, dang. We have, I said <laughs> we have mountains. We have beaches. We okay. have uh, you know the forest areas we, we talk about. So let me tell you, ocean is it city. hella dark? Is it hella dark? You no, know we don't go to ocean city like that. You don't. You might not go. Frosty, you don't go to ocean city like that either. Why not? Because it's ocean shitty. Virginia Beach, Ocean City, no, like see? exactly. <laughs> okay, I will admit it's not as nice as the Cali stuff. Of course, but we have it. It's not comparable. Like it's not. You don't compare. It. I'm we're spoiled. <laughs> Cal, California people are legit spoiled by the weather, by everything. So okay, well, tell us this: What's it like uh, as a brown boy growing up in California? Because I feel like there's <laughs> a there's a different sort of. Mostly people come no. like you know our parents and immigrants. Typically, usually it seems like they come to like the East Coast. They go to Texas, maybe Canada. Yeah, they Chicago, take a Canadian yeah. What was it like New growing York. up in Cali? I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna take you guys back to when my parents met. All right, y'all ready? So, wow. Um, <laughs> we going back. We going back, back. So Mama G and Papa G. Are, Mama G and Papa G, bro. So Papa G, Papa G came to in our in the city that we live in i'll probably not I'll, I'll, la whatever in la right it's a small okay. we live in like a small town within la there's like multiple cities within la so they my my dad came um he landed got off the airport and he just stayed in that little small area in that small town okay then my mom came by herself like independent she wasn't married usually that doesn't happen she came to america she just wanted to leave she came to america what? that's where she met my dad Damn. in that small town right so it's, it's a crazy unheard story. of so it's unheard, unheard of so, of. Then, so then they met while they were here through mutual friends they got married obviously and then we're growing up in the same city where they met and all that and that's all to say bro the city that we grew up in it's like it's all golden log bro it's all white 
there's no brown people within with like it's so different from the east coast and, and mm. midwest it's so different bro there's because la is so spread out where all the muslim population is now you gotta everybody's spread out and sporadic you gotta drive place you gotta drive that but it's not like centralized the way new york is it's not centralized with chicago or maryland and whatnot so there's a community but it's just hard to like have a tight-knit community because everything's just so spread out and literally mm. In high school, it, me and my brother are the only like brown Pakistani, only Pakistanis that I know of, Pakistanis and probably like the, another Muslim maybe. So like three Muslims all together in our high school. So mm. it was a complete, it's a different experience, but um, honestly, it was good. I felt like it was good. Did we, you ever like try to associate with, you know, like white people or anything? Were you, did you have to <sighs> find your identity eventually? I was I became a Gora man. I kid you not. I was like, listen. <laughs> it's okay, yo, bro. So, we've been there. We've been yeah, there. Yeah, we've all been there. crazy. Bro, that's what's crazy. Okay. I grew up literally all my friends were all white this and that like no brown friends at this point right so i was just growing up in like a white culture middle school elementary school even high school the only like they see that we would get is like a little bit sprinkles of it here and here and then within our home obviously and then um it wasn't until college right when you go off to college that's when you get more of like people coming in like you see you're more exposed to like they see communities muslim communities like psas right. msas and all that stuff and that's when i started getting more like I was always into the culture, but like I didn't embrace it as much until I was surrounded with the same, like you know what I mean, with your same setting. Yeah. And that's when I just like was. That, that's when I started lacking. They see, they see girls just in that brown girl before, bro. It's just I don't know how much we could get into this, but before, man, just like literally, I was only exposed to white girls, and that's the only type of girls that I was like, you know. And then now at college. That's when I was exposed a to a whole new, new world. world. <laughs> <A> whole <laughs> new world. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. You're you're a man of many many wow. tastes. It's okay. Um, but but flavors, recently, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, there's a shout out. Um, no, but recently you've you've kind of uh, over the last few years you've had a noticeable you know internet presence and definitely been mm -hmm. more popular amongst you know uh, our communities. So yeah, how yeah. how have you uh, received all of that so far? How are you taking that in? No, I think it's dope, bro. Whenever, like, it, it's just, it's honestly humbling. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you guys were in school, you guys were in school, and I, I'm in school. Like, literally, this was just something that I was just doing for fun, like a creative passion, right? And then I didn't expect it to what it became. But literally, it's it's always dope. Whenever we go, like, to different cities, or we go to different cities, if I go to New York, Maryland, DC, whatever it is, right? Pull up. No, no, like, don't, people... don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just DC. <laughs> <laughs> wherever we pull up like a lot of brown like it's mostly brown people right so then they'll yeah. come up and say what's up they'll like say oh YG, this and that so it's honestly dope they show a lot of love and then it's more so humbling when like like they just it's bro we all live the same lives we all hmm. relate our moms are the same way so literally it's like the moms and aunties are like watching us too and like watching my mom and like oh that's exactly how i act so it's it's honestly it's humbling bro it's honestly how does humbling, your mom so. take that in like is, is she cool with uh the attention and all that and does she get oh. recognized Oh, Mama G always gets recognized. Mama G is a fan <laughs> favorite. Y'all should know this. Mama G, bro, dude, she takes it to a whole nother level, yo. Like, she, she loves it. She lo That's No, she so just dope. loves, like, she loves being a part of this, which is, which is, I'm the love for having, like, a supportive mom who, like, <laughs> just wants to be a part of this. And she's more of, like, a drama boss. She's more of, like, a <laughs> actor and actress than all of us combined. So she just kills it. She's was it uh, weird for her at first, or was she just, like, in it? Bro, just she's natural. Me. Like, this is, this is her. <laughs> this is literally her. Like, this is all natural to her. But our route was a little different because we had friends within YouTube. So it's, like, that kind of opened our eyes to it. So it was just, like it's different but we we've been we were first exposed to like something so much bigger to like having like something small you know what i mean it's just a different route i feel like 
Does she take selfies with fans? All the time. Mama G loves it. <laughs> she she so starts cute. going on live. She'll do everything on her own, man. She kills it. <laughs> that's awesome. No, speaking of like your uh, your YouTube friends, I think the yeah, first yeah. time that I ever saw you was uh, through FusiTube. You and yeah. Uh, yeah. your brother Ahmed were brother, both yeah. on that. Um, yeah. And so how did you, were you always on YouTube or did you get your start through that channel or what happened? Yeah, I just thought someone literally walked behind you, but it was like a live background. <laughs> I was like, wait, hold on. I was like, distracting. But. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. Um, no, so yeah, obviously. So before in high school, like whatnot, I was always in the production, always in the camera work, being behind. Like, I think we did like our prom video, I did like our back to school video. So that type of stuff, being in front of the camera, always loved that. But then mm. exposed through YouTube was through like friends like FuziTube, Yusuf, through Kaish. And then at that time, Kaish was there. So like, we all just became friends. First, my brother met them. And I got into it. So just making videos with them. And then that kind of, I feel like, opened the door. Like, more so, like, being with you, so being with Kais. And just, like, seeing how dope and fun it was. And my brother and I were just always doing it. We were always there. So I was like, all right, let's just try it on ourselves. And then and that's what it became. That's crazy. Um, like, seeing you, uh, like, make different types of channels and content throughout yeah. the years. Like, it's so cool seeing how you navigate it. Like, I know when you were in law school, um you didn't post as much you post a few vlogs yeah, here and there but like tiktok started blowing up and yeah. you it seemed like you easily like managed through that and like gain you know some notoriety yeah more no but it's hard there's so many platforms that are coming out like it, with school man it's it's hectic i know you guys are creatives first hold on let me just say y'all like i've seen you guys stuff you guys are killing it like in terms of like <laughs> Brown people like like the music videos that you guys do like it's next level production, dude. The type you. of stuff you guys do, I honestly love it. You guys are you guys are like hella creative. That's why I just I love uh -huh. that. Right. Thank you so, so much. Just Thank seeing you. that is just, is dope. But you guys know how hard it is like trying to find the time to do it all. Like amount of work that goes into it. The amount of work filming. The amount of work editing. The amount of work just even thinking of it. It's unreal, right? So it's just it's just so hard with school. But just whatever opportunity that I got, I was always just try and make videos or just have fun with it. To be honest. So why didn't you like do like a filmmaking? You know. Uh, like as your major or whatever like as or a career man, yeah. man mama G bro no so honestly <laughs> it was always I was always tunnel vision to like law school right so it was always like even before like when I graduated high school I was like okay I'm, I'm going to law school first of all it did you have an interest in it you are saying your mom exactly I was just going to tell you right now that shit was like embedded within our heads from the very beginning. <laughs> as soon Brother, as you're doctor, born. But as soon as, literally, and my mom, because like I would argue a lot with her and like talk back as you can see I talk a lot and I'm going to talk back bro she would always say, oh, made a better lawyer, but my better is going to go into law, go into law, this and that. And I'm like, so that was just stuck with me, right? So that mm -hmm. was my that was my track from the beginning. And then whatever came along with it, filmmaking, passion, this and that, like even though it was a passion, but I always knew my track was law school and I, that's, I was just going to keep going. With Are you going to find a way to like do something in between the two or like incorporate yeah. that into the law or that that's, side yeah. of law, like entertainment? Like what's your plan with that? That's what I'm trying to do. So, like, I have an interest in, like, within entertainment and, like, producing and whatnot. So, the only type of law that I want to do is, like, entertainment law. So, like, whether it be, like, with talent side, whether it be production companies, producers, movies, or anything like that, content creation, like, that's the type of law that I want to do, for sure. So, that's how I feel like I'm going to find a balance and incorporate it. I think I th that just having you as a person who's in law school but also doing something like that is super relatable to the people that are watching mm -hmm. you because, you know, a lot of the people that are brown that are pretty big on these yeah. platforms just do that. So to have yeah. somebody who's kind of can they can look up to that is doing similar things to them, that's probably super yeah. relatable to them. Yeah, I never Especially thought about it like that, but it's dope. And, and, you, and you did like a vlogs like through your day in law school and stuff. Yeah, and You know, so that's I, actually... That's when I actually really started following you more. And I was like, 
I really like the content that he's posting because you were being really just authentic and stuff. I think yeah. at the time, you know, there was a lot of YouTube was in a weird place where they were battling other platforms and stuff. And I think yeah. the YouTubers were kind of following these patterns of like, all right, we do pranks now. Okay, we do this now. We yeah. do that now. Yeah. And sometimes it felt like, I don't know if everybody is being authentic to who they are and stuff. But then when, when, I, when you first started posting those videos of you, you know, going through law school, it really showed who Waji is. And you yeah. sort of built your own base out of that. So yeah. that was yeah. that was really and, cool thing. And it's also cool because like especially in a culture today, it like nine to fives and like those jobs are kind of seen as like bad yeah. and like it's supposed to be entrepreneurial, but you kind of showed like a cool twist inside to it. Like, okay, yeah. it's still yeah. cool. You know? But honestly, we get so caught up at like I was even caught up with the whole trend stuff, bro. Like being a content creator, like even you guys probably understand, like you guys get so caught up with the whole trends. Oh, I got to do these pranks. Oh, this is in right now. Let me do this. Oh, let me start some beef. Let me try and like shout. Let me, you know, let me create some drama. Like, bro, you can mm -hmm. get so caught up in that because at the end of the day, like you let views and numbers try and infiltrate your head. Right. And then you lose track of like, why are you even doing this to begin with? What is it your motive is to be even begin with? So like with me, like, because I was, I was like, I, I did let like try numbers that like, get in my head or I like try and like trends like infuse and embed in my head. But honestly, it was like my whole idea from the beginning was let me just have fun with it. Let me just show my side. Let me show how we're living in America. Let me show how crazy my mom is. I'm going to school. So my thing was always just like, just be myself. Like you said, authentic self. But oftentimes I slipped up and caught in the trends. I think that just happens. It's normal to understand. Just like kind of snap back into it. I think that's also why people respect you a lot is that, you know, on on our side as as you say maryland doesn't have a lot going on here so we don't have many options uh when it comes to yeah. like you know youtube friends and that and all that yeah right when yeah. you're in that in la i'm sure you know there's a lot of distractions there so how do you yeah. how do you stay focused what's the motto that you use all the time flip the switch bro flip like, the switch literally. how do you yeah, yeah. how do you flip the switch whenever you want to uh with the distractions around you it's just bro it's just it's, it's it's hard like you said just so many distractions but main thing is just like having a goal in your head like with me it was like oh, i want to get into the x school right so i knew like this is what i want to achieve i want to do this i'm gonna i'm gonna inshallah I'll be able to do it and but that was good for I, you for me it was honestly a top 14 like which is like the category of law schools so my mm. dream was actually ucla which we can probably I have like a whole story of like how that happened and how I like I like went into the admissions office like that's crazy too. I'll go into it. Go into it. But but basically the whole flip the switch thing, bro, was just like I was bro in high school essay like standardized test. I think of a Daisy the mock like art like this shit doesn't work. Like when it comes to standardized test, maybe you guys killed it. I don't know, but for me, when it came to SATs and whatnot, like literally i don't not not just I literally suck. When bro, it came I never to took LSAT, my SATs. <laughs> Bro, like, our, when it comes to standardized tests, because we don't grow up reading, we don't have, like, the privileges and, and, and stuff like that that these go-to people do in resources, whatever it may be. Like, our my, my parents, they came from Pakistan, like, not super, super educated, you know what I mean? It's not like they just came for, like, to give us a better life, like they always say, right? So it's like we didn't grow up in an environment where we're, like, fostered around education like that. So we're not going to standardize thinking the way our brain works. is not going to be able to, like, pick up quickly on these type of things. We're, like, hard some workers. People exactly literally we're hard workers so that's what it was with me like i don't know about that, that though like we right, our, some, our communities up? do like Doctors, excel in in engineering education. They do. I, feel, I feel like i can relate to you more because my parents didn't come super educated it was yeah. more so like the hustle for them so yeah. i totally get that i think it depends bro it just depends on where you come from like background hmm. where your parents are like obviously if you're like 
like now for me right if now that i'm educated inshallah like all my kids i'm gonna expect them obviously right. to not do as bad as i did because i'm gonna give them an environment where mm -hmm. they're gonna be like studious you know what i mean like right. i'm gonna create that environment just by me being around and them being around me who's like has a degree or whatnot like it's it just changes things you know and what you mean? know so how really to help depends. them in the future hundred percent like bro no one taught me how to apply like i didn't know how to apply to law school oh, i didn't know how okay, to apply that all, to, like, that makes sense like little things like that you don't you just don't know you don't know how to go about studying for the sats or the lsat like you just don't know how to go about these things yeah. but obviously like now inshallah when i have kids like i know the whole process i've been through this whole american school system so it's different now you know what i mean right. so yeah we look at our siblings a lot own. a lot of people look yeah. at their older siblings to like or they had to figure it out and then they tell you about it yeah. and still kind of foreign to you but yeah yeah, so like my brother, he was the first one. He's two years older than me, so he went through it all, and then I learned from him. And now my sister's kind of like learning from us. So it's just like siblings, but at the parents can only like help you so much at, yeah. this, at a certain point. You know what I mean? But um, okay, what were we talking about? We so talking so about, you said the flip the switch thing. Um, um, where did you go to an admissions UCLA. office or something? Oh, okay, so about let me guys, let me tell you guys. So okay, so the whole flip the switch thing comes into play because. I was coming back to it. The whole standardized test, bro, I'm not the type that's going to be able to, it's not going to click with me, right? I'm not the type who's going to be able to like sit down and take a standardized test and kill it. So with me, like I know I'm going to be able to put in that hard work. I know I'm going to put my head down through the course of the year and grind it out and like get A's, get whatever I can to get into whatever schools that I want to get into. And then when it came to the LSAT, same thing, bro. I, I My numbers, like I had the GPA. I had the GPA for all like the top schools I want to get into. I had the GPA, but my LSAT is what, push me back again like right. i had the extracurricular bro i had the stories i had the numbers at the end of the day you have to have the numbers to even be looked at right that's why i tell everybody if you don't have the numbers numbers is what matters first so i had all the numbers except for the lsat so that's why i got into like like a tier two school right so i got in like a tier two school and then even then i just wasn't even though it was dope I, but i wasn't like satisfied right i just wasn't fully like you know i was like i can do better i can do better so then like then i started the whole another process of transferring again uh, you guys know about transferring right so then mm -hmm that whole process started. I was like, then it's even harder now. Once you're already in law school, you can only transfer out of your first year. And that process is even harder. You gotta be in like the top 10% of your class. Like it's it's unreal. And the first year of law school is literally the hardest thing ever, right? So I was like, you know what? Damn, everybody's telling me I won't be able to do it. Everybody's telling me like, do you gotta be in the top 10? Um, your LSAT is in indicative of like how you're gonna perform in law school. So all these people telling me all this type of stuff. I was like, you know what? I know how I am. I know I'm gonna put my hard work. I'm gonna get down to it. I'm gonna put my head down. I'm gonna have like, yeah, I'll have fun here and there. But at the end of the day, like I know my goal. So that's what I was able to do first year. And then Alhamdulillah, like I applied again to the schools, like the top 14 that I wanted to. And then that time it all worked out. But now let me tell you guys about the story about the whole UCLA admissions. So basically, um, I applied, like, I want to stay within LA, low-key. UCLA is my dream school for law school. I went to USC for undergrad, but for law school, it was UCLA because, like, connections that I had from before and whatnot and the programs that they had and because of entertainment. But basically, I heard back from USC first, right? I heard back from USC first. I heard back on my birthday, literally not too long ago. So I heard back from USC. Oh, you're admitted. I was like, oh, shit. Like, it was the, bro, I it was on Juma. It was one of the best feelings there ever, you right? Go. I kid you, that was one of the best feelings ever. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, cool, hold up. I, I really want UCLA, right? So I was like, all right, let me see what I can do. Let me think of let me think of how I can take it to the, like an extra step further, right? To see if I can get this admission, because this is what I want. So literally that, like next week, following Monday, um, I was at my internship at like a law firm, right? So I, I, at my lunch break, it was not too far from Westwood where UCLA is, right? So I was at my internship. I was like, you know what? Let me just pull up to the admissions office. Let me go <laughs> ahead and just walk in. Um, let me see if I can talk to the director of admissions, like dead ass, straight up. I was like, shoot. So like legit, right? No one, 
no one's gonna do this. Everybody's just gonna wait for oh, I'm just gonna wait for this admissions to come out, this and that. So I was just like, bro, I gotta make this happen. Like, let me I speak to the manager. This, right? Let me speak to like, the manager. Literally, literally, bro. So I, I, I'm on lunch break. I was in a suit already, right? I was already like faded up because of my internship, right? So I was like, right, you know what? Let me just pull up. I went. I was like, I went to the front desk, right? I pulled up to the front uh, admissions <laughs> admissions office. Um, there's obviously like a student usually working in the front. I walked into her. I was like, hi, can I um, speak to the director of admissions, please? And she's looking at me like, she's looking at me like, wait, hold up. Like, like, who are you? Why? Like, what's going on? This and that, right? She's like, what the heck? And then I told her, I explained my situation. I was like, oh, okay, I just got into USC. But honestly, my dream is uh, UCLA Law School because I already went to USC for undergrad, this and that. She's like, okay, hold on. Let me see if she's here, right? So then she, she, I'm waiting for like five minutes. And then she's going back and then talking to the director. And she, so now get this. So now the director comes out and her face was like all red, like hella uncomfortable. She's like, she was just like, because it's like, bro, who does this? Who comes in and who's just going to straight up ask to see like, who does this type of stuff, right? So I can tell she was uncomfortable. She wasn't in, like she was just in casual clothes. I can tell she was uncomfortable, right? And then I straight up talked to her. I let her know the situation. She comes out, she said, hi, can I, like, how can I help you? This and that. And I straight up told her the situation. I was like, you know what? I just got into USC, but I really, really want to go to UCLA. Um, X for X, X amount of reasons. And then she said, okay, you know what? Um, email me this and then uh, I'll get back to you. Okay. Wow. So then I went back to my office, right? I went back to my internship, back to the office. I, um, I emailed her. I was like, Hey, I just, I just came in. YG, I just came in, explained my situation. I get a, I get a, a email back within a couple hours saying, um, are you available for an interview tomorrow? I was like, bet say no Ooh. more. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure. I'm available. Right. Literally the next day, um, I have an interview with her. I have an interview with the assistant dean, like the other the other two people within the, in the admissions office. I had an interview with them, talked to her, and then um, talked to the other two people, and then did the interview, and then literally 15, 20 minutes later, uh, the dean calls me up. He's like, oh, I just want to congratulate you. Acceptance, this and that. You're going to officially Dang. get your... That's crazy. Bro, this guy. That this moment guy. Me, bro, that moment for me, I was just, it was, it was honestly surreal. It was honestly surreal. Like, and that's you what I'm saying. Like, you did more than manifest that, bro. Legit. And I took like that little extra step, even though I probably made it uncomfortable. I just showed the initiative. Like, bro, like I want this really badly. Like, I'm gonna pull, like why send you an email? Let me pull up to your office. Let me see if I can speak to you directly. And then after that, we can get an email communication. Had an interview. Gave me a call. Boom. That's in. incredible. Like, oh, Does this wow. happen recently? This is last year. This is last, last year. year. Around this time. Last year. Around this Everyone time, so. go to Harvard and do the same thing. Do you, you said that you were already suited up. Do you think uh, like a lot of it had to do with your like presentation too? Because you're saying that she was dressed casually, yeah. that you're dressed up, like. But honestly, presentation has a lot to do with everything. Like, mm -hmm. if you just look professional, if you just look like you're like, even though you're nothing, bro. At the end of the day, if you're wearing a suit, you just get treated differently. You know what I mean? It's like little things like that. Like you're gonna get treated like you walk around. They'll they'll think of you as like okay this guy's serious as opposed to me just walking around in shorts or like sweats or whatnot like it's a complete different ballgame. You felt it. I don't that know if I'm, honestly and, I, and then like I just made it happen right and then I just did the interview and then I told her like all the reasons why I want to go here and like all this type of stuff and then I got that call and I was just bro I was stoked but then did, I, I didn't end up choosing you shit I didn't end up choosing <laughs> bro <laughs> I was okay let's go bro so then literally. Um, I accepted, so I accepted. I accepted right away. I was like, okay, cool. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm in. I accepted. I, I submitted my thousand dollar. They give a thousand dollar deposit. I put that in. Literally, I put that in. Um, and then classes. So then a week later, I get. I'm starting getting all these emails for counselors. Pick your classes. 
do all this type of stuff. So I started picking my classes. I started like, there's a whole process called on-campus interviews for law school where like law firms come and interview you. So I started bidding for these firms that were going to come to UCLA. I was in an interview with them and all this type of stuff. Literally, I was in deep, right? Duke comes later, two weeks later. And they're like, oh, you got, you got accepted. I'm like, boy, what the hell am I going to do now? Literally, I had no clue. And Literally, so that was, no that was even like more what you wanted than that. That, so here's the thing, man. No, I want to UCLA. I want to UCLA more. I applied to Duke. So Duke was higher ranked. Duke was like top 10. UCLA was like, even though it wasn't that much far off, but with law schools, bro, it's like yeah. this whole idea of rankings, it's, it's it, as much as it sucks, it exists, right? As right. much as it sucks, mm-hmm. it exists. And like a, that can change a lot of things. It changes a lot for you, right? My supervising attorney at that time, my internship, he's the one who told me to apply to Duke. I didn't even like, it wasn't even like a consideration for me. My dream was UCLA, right? Or New York, but New York didn't work out. But then um, literally he told me to apply and I was like, okay, cool, I'll apply. When I checked to go and apply to Duke, um, the deadline had passed. The deadline had passed. So I was like, oh, I gave the admissions a call. I was like, hey, can I still submit an application? Right? And she's like, yeah, you can still submit it. Cool, whatever. So like, that's another thing whoever's listening like take it that step further like yo if you see if you see yeah the deadline has passed why not let me just give them a call let me just see if they're going to take this application still right what's that going to hurt like just like don't just stop once you hit a roadblock right you hit a roadblock you see the deadline's passed don't just stop there try and make <laughs> things happen try and make it work so literally i gave them a call I was like can i still apply she's like yeah go for it so then i applied to duke after the deadline they got back to me after i already accepted ucla two weeks later after I was already in deep, after I already gave my deposit, and then I only had a weekend, I only had that weekend to decide, to commit. So I only had two days to, and then that's where I made my videos of me going and telling Mama G. Mama G started crying because she was like, thought I, she was scared something happened to me because I was freaking out. It was crazy. But um, That's incredible, dude. How did they react? Yeah. My mom was just straight up. The way I told her it came off wrong because as soon as I found out about Duke, I was like, you know what, I have to tell her about this. So bro, I was supposed to surprise her with UCLA like yo I'm staying in LA like bro she yeah she's like attached yeah. to me right like, yeah. all the, like bro, are you the favorite like, son attached. I mean Look. that's what my siblings yeah. say yeah. that I am it's okay I am too I'm the middle child it's the oh, middle, the middle child, child. Yeah. see yeah I don't get it why the middle ch- like I usually feel like supposed my, to be the my brother the middle child is also the favorite child really yeah. I don't know how that happened usually they're neglected but but anyway so I was gonna supposed to surprise mom. I was gonna make a whole video, bro. I was gonna go blindfolded. I was gonna take it to the steps to UCLA. I was like, I'm staying in LA, right? Straight up, it was like a full on reveal type thing. That didn't end up happening because I had to make a decision about Duke. So when yeah. I told her about that, I was like, sit down. I need to tell you something. I need to tell you something. She started getting scared because I had like a, I had like a scared thing in my voice too. Like I was yeah. like, like Mujabka Kuch Patana. Like I, you know what? Like you know. And then she can just tell something. Yeah. So she can tell like something was wrong with me, right? So she started getting scared. I was like, I was like, I told her Aapko Jatka Lagga. Like you're gonna get a shock, right? And then bro, oh my God. I told her all this stuff, bro. I I feel bad. I told her all this stuff. And she started crying. Literally, she started crying. Like, in the video, she's like, no, no, please. Like, she was scared because I thought I was going to tell her some bad news. And she just can't, like, handle that, right? Yeah. So she started crying already. And then I told her, like, so it was just a messed up situation I told her. <laughs> but either you're way, not very like, good at, like, you're not very good at, like, <laughs> surprising or pulling pranks on your mom. You got to stop that. Well, literally, I'm not. It's not good at all. So well, I see your real I see, life and then, like, this YouTube-y side of it and then not, combining not, the yeah, two. It's just bro. <laughs> 
I see I see so much of my mom in her when she's like gets excited or gets sad about things. I know how delicate my mom is. I'm just like, bro, she's going through that same thing. Yeah. And you're playing with her emotions, Waji. Yeah. It's bad. Dude, this last Mother's Day thing. Oh, that was bad too. I don't know. That was bad, dude. I'm telling you. That was bad too. But yeah, so I told her I I had a decision to make. Um, I was talking it through with her. I was talking it through with my supervising attorneys and all this type of stuff. And they just said, you know what? Just take the chance. Go with Duke. It's higher ranked. Um, even though it's two years, you'll be away. Just just like suck it up. And then just come back to LA and work in LA. I was like, all right, cool. So then I told her. And then she was obviously sad, but she knows it's only temporary. So it all worked out. Yeah. And, and you're back, right? Like you've been back. Bro, now I'm back because of COVID. <laughs> now I'm probably not even going back. <laughs> I'm probably not even going back to North Carolina. So thank God I'm not going back to the East Coast. Uh, South area. Yo, stop it. <laughs> no, Much love to all to, the East Coast fam. Much love. The double-edged sword is you get to stay mm-hmm. with your parents and stuff yeah, and still exactly. go to Duke. No, the so, thing exactly. is, like you said, you know, um, you you didn't have that same sort of like upbringing that a lot of other people have, you know, on the West Coast um, with the whole, with Desis around you and stuff. But you definitely have that Desi mentality. And I think oh, like, yeah. you know, that the way that you went into the admissions office and then, you know, even called Duke and was like, yo, I still need to like submit or whatever. I think that that's something in our culture that like, you know, all my stories of my dad and how he made it to America and all that. It's just, it blows my mind. Like people are not, we're not like that these days. Like, and and, And constantly pushing the boundaries. (laughs) No, we're not. And it sucks because bro, a lot of kids in our generation, like students or not, they're, they're literally not like that. And a lot of people not, I feel like even, white people more so will probably do it because they have more of a sense of privilege in terms of minorities and whatnot we feel like yo we're doing someone a bur- we feel like a burden to other people like oh no hamnaker said we can't do it we feel like a burden mm. because already we're like you know it's just it's that yeah. thinking like they're superior we already feel like we're burdening them but at the end of the day bro you, that's how you got to make things happen like or else yeah. it's not gonna happen if you don't make it happen how else you expect you to make it happen if you don't open that door for yourself then how do you expect it to go through it you know what i mean so it's just Facts. little things they're like just that people, people at the end of the day too 100%. And, and sometimes they don't even you know they got the job from Lord knows what, you know. That's what I'm saying. Um, well, seeing as you had some tips on, like, these career things, and you have such yeah. a close bond with your mom, do you have any suggestions or tips for people listening about having, like, a good relationship with your parents or things that yeah. you might do or consider um, mm. for the listeners? Yeah. I just think, honestly, at the end of the day, there's always going to be little arguments. There's always going to be little fights. Your mom's going to be mad at you. You're going to be mad at your mom. There's countless amount of times that happens. But at the end of the day, I just feel like, it's just being like loving and showing affection and understanding to be honest like i don't know i just i just i guess it's just kind of how i am or maybe my mom can attest to it but it's just like little things like like giving your mom like when you see your mom wake up like give her a hug give her a kiss like little things like that you just like hug her kiss her like things like that i just feel like can really change a relationship or just being cool go with the flow be easy going understanding your mom your parents and just like seeing their side of things at bro i know you guys are like how many times like they always think they're right. <laughs> like, I kid you not. Like, they think they're always right. <laughs> it's so bad. Like, I've argued so much. That's why she says, like, oh, you're going to be a lawyer. Because I argue with them so much. But at the end of the day, just, you just got to love them. Is your dad, like, well. really chill? Because <laughs> it seems like your mom is, like, the, you know. I'll be honest. My mom is, like, the mom and dad. Because she literally, like, because she, she's the one who cares about everything. She's the one who's, like, like get good grades, do that. My dad, like, Alhamdulillah, he's, he's dope. He's dope. He's just very chill. Like, he's not the type who's going to, like, he's not the type who's going to call you and be like, how are you doing, son? Like, things like that. Like, he's, like, brown dads, like, my dad, they just don't show that much emotion. Like, like the way he is, like, in the vlogs and videos, bro, that's how he, like, dead ass. He's, he's always just, like, just chilling. Thug. I'm like, chilling. 
He's watching TV, he's drama. That's literally how he is, bro. That's literally how he is. That's so crazy. Especially when there's one like very powerful parent, like the other one kind of kind of takes it back. She does. She does the work. My mom's powerful, bro. She's literally. A lot of people come up to us like at our shows and stuff and they'll ask us, um, you know, like, how do your parents allow you to do this creative field and stuff? So I think kind of along with what Amber was saying, you know, how do you kind of uh, was it was it difficult to, you know, get that sort of creative field uh, across to your mom and I guess both your parents? I don't know if your dad cares or not, but um, (laughs) and balancing that with the law (laughs) stuff. No, I think. Because I was still in school, because I was still, I, I didn't lose focus on what I was trying to do. I feel like that's why they were cool with whatever I was doing. At the end of the day, they knew that I was still like, like, you know what I mean? They saw that I was still like trying, trying to go to law school. I think it's right. a more difficult conversation to have when you tell them that I'm, I'm dropping out or I'm completely done with school and I'm just going to focus on this. I feel like that's a more of a difficult conversation to have. And honestly, it's, it's, it's a hard answer. Like every parent reacts different. But at the end of the day, you just got to realize, bro, it's like you want to make them happy, but it's also it's your life and you want to make yourself happy. You want to do things that are happy for yourself. So as long as I feel like you can show your parents like there's opportunities and things and there's opportunities in being creative and you can show them that. And I feel like eventually they'll come around the corner. Yeah. This is going to be like such a like hypothetical question. But do Go you think it. that if your parents, if, if you weren't brown and you got into this whole like entertainment stuff that you still yeah. would have gone into law? Or do you think that you would have like lost focus and possibly um, done entertainment? See, honestly, I think personally, so personally, it's just hard for me not to have gone completely still through with law because that's just what I've always been like. I don't know, just personally, it would have been, I wouldn't have put my eggs all in one basket. But if I came from a background of like being more privileged in terms of like having more, like my mom was a lawyer or my or dad's a dog or this and that, or my, they have a business or whatever it may be. At that, at the end day, you feel like you have more of a security net, and you have more of a like, oh, I can try whatever I want to do. I can stop going to this school, or I can stop going to that because at the end day, I'll like work for my dad, or I'll work for my mom, or I'll help have them help me figure something else out. Or I know that they're good, they're solidified, they're secure, so I don't need to like provide for them. I just got to focus on myself. So yeah, low key, if I was in that situation, which a lot of priv- like a lot of people that I know, even at SCU, like they were like. They're like they're just going to school. Their parents already own like a multi-million dollar business and stuff like that, so they know they're they're set. They know they're good, even if they don't finish school, right? With us, with me, it was it's different. Like I know that like I'm the one who's gonna eventually have to care for them. So it was just a complete different mindset. So yeah, hypothetically speaking, if I was in that situation, then yeah. But the situation that I'm in and the situation I've been in, like I don't I don't see myself doing that. Yeah. Um, I was gonna ask, do you feel a pressure from like the South Asian or Muslim community? Um, or a sort of responsibility on how you use your platform? Um, yeah, I think I, I, I would see, I never, I never felt pressure because I don't think I was ever doing anything, anything wrong or anything bad. Like, have you been criticized? Of course. I feel like, yeah, of course you get criticized for probably not speaking up on certain matters or like, like little things like that. But honestly, like everything you guys see in the vlogs or videos or every, whatever people see, like that's literally like how we are and how we live our lives. So it's like we don't we don't really do like that whole like drinking like all that type of stuff that everybody else does like we we're not part of that scene, so that's why I never like promoted anything like that or I was never in those environments where like I'm showing that to my audience. So that's why I never felt criticized or pressure because I was never portraying that lifestyle. But if I felt like I probably like if I was doing that type of stuff, then hundred percent like you would get more hate. You would get like oh like you know haram you know how the haram police is like like that would just right. come to you left and right. I feel like that's mm-hmm. happened, but 
not not to that where I like feel it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so with um, your community, you said that you don't have like that many people. You said you didn't really grow up in a community. Is there yeah. anything a bigger community that like um, that your mo- your parents are friends with and stuff? And like, do they yeah, yeah. interact no, so with have- your stuff? we have we had like a community like a like a south asian community growing up but like they all went to different high schools they all were like 30 30 minutes away like that type yeah. of stuff so it wasn't like immediate and we weren't seeing them all the time it was just more like davuts that you would have like right. a couple times a month so like yeah there was a community but there wasn't that like it was it was just surrounded by the people that you went to high school with and like that community so it was good that we we're able to have some sort of a balance it wasn't completely just all like not south asian but it's it's good to have a bit of balance but like I was gonna ask with them, like you know, do they ever, um, with you or your parents ever, you know, talk about like the content that you're putting out or anything? Oh, um, <laughs> like other people, like like uh, like, like your friends, friends and stuff. Yeah. Do they or like, like oh, deter your parents or from it they, or something? Oh yeah, yeah, no, they're for sure probably like. I don't think they ever deterred because it wasn't anything we're doing again we weren't doing anything bad and they saw that we're still in school it was more so of just like they would bring it up like oh like whenever we prank our mom they'll bring it up to my mom like oh like oh i saw that you got pranked or like oh mm. stop like stop slapping like stop slapping wedgie so much that one video <laughs> where it was like i did the driving with brown moms that was a skit right so that was a skit and like she kept slapping me and like i added a sound effect of slapping so a lot of people bring that up and be like oh why do you hit your son so much this and that so they're they, like actually concerned her. They're not actually. I don't think oh, okay. they're actually concerned. They have a laugh with it. They have okay. they have fun with it. So it's she's nothing. a good actress. Bo, I'm telling you, she belongs in dramas <laughs> like Pakistani dramas or whatever Bollywood <laughs> movies. Like she, she kills it. She's natural. She's natural. Yeah. What do you think is uh next for you? You know, you do the law school thing. Yeah. Is there is there a chance that you know if your uh, creative endeavors, your YouTube career, whatever it may yeah. be at the time, takes off, that you would ever leave that thing? That's yeah, it's hard. Honestly, I always thought the only way I feel like Waji gets a Hollywood role. What yeah, is Mama right. gonna say, <laughs> dude? I would take it. No, so here's the thing. Like, oh yeah, I would take it. But I don't think that I've n- I've never been in a situation where I've completely left law school, or like that career, to fully focus on YouTube. And I personally feel myself that if I were to like dedicate 110 percent to YouTube. I honestly feel like I'll be killing it. I honestly feel like that's just how I feel like because I know I would be putting in hella work, right? So like if I were to dedicate 110 to 120% of my time in just solely creating content and just being creative and YouTube and all the types of platforms, I know I'll be able to grow it so much more than what it is now. But because I haven't given it that time, like it's just like that's what I'm saying. So I don't know if I would be able to like completely drop like like first of all, I don't even know if it'll be able to blow up to a point because you need to give it time. It's not going to blow up if you don't give it that time, right? Sure. But I don't think I'll be able to. If it does, honestly, it's just I feel like whatever you're happy with. Like for me, YouTube was having fun. So I was just still having fun. I'm still like having Like you're content fun with, with, it. The, with the balance yeah. of, of both content. of them. I'm content, but bro, honestly, you get caught up. Maybe you guys can relate too, but you also get caught up in trying to hit, create bangers or try and create viral shit or try and create stuff that would do numbers. Like you get caught up in that stuff. Like you get caught up in it and it's annoying. It's low-key hella annoying. Like you just, oh, let me just create the next viral thing or let me just do this, let me do that. It's like I get caught up in it all the time, right? But it's like at the end of the day, bro, if you have fun, the content will speak for itself. And I feel like what you guys are doing and what you guys have been doing, like you guys have fun with it. You guys are having a dope time. Um, you guys, I don't know, but you guys, have there been arguments? Like do you guys ever like argue when you guys are working as a unit? Does that come up? Like, yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, too. I'm, not arguments. Savage. I mean, we definitely Hot have take. like disagreements Creative and stuff. differences but, sometimes. Uh, okay. Yeah. I would say but, we're all pretty level-headed. Yeah. Okay. We definitely have gotcha. fun with it, but I think like, you know, as, as you get older, you definitely also want to consider, you know, turning these things into uh, a business and, and creating some sort of like multiple streams of revenue. 100%. And, you know, like you you can't just have fun, you know, all your life and, yeah. and not consider those things, um, especially if you want to, you know, grow it in such a way. And, and especially yeah. in America, like it, the, it pays to have the, the, 100%. your own business and, and own your own things and everything. So, you know, even if it's so, yeah. with you, eventually, if you're, if you're wanting to own your own like law firm or something like that's the direction yeah. that anybody would want to go. Yeah. So maybe I can't, okay. So I probably came off a little wrong. So yeah, have fun with it, but obviously I also look at it as an opportunity to set something up. Like this whole YouTube thing, like I'm still doing it because yeah, one, I'm having fun with it and I like to do it, but also second, obviously you just, you see it as like a, as a platform to balance into something else, like a business opportunity, mm -hmm. like you said. So of course, like I see it as both. I see it as both, but you can't, my, a lot of people, see, here's the thing that, that I just have like a grit with. A lot of people will start it for the sole purpose of thinking that it's gonna they're gonna blow up or for the sole purpose of thinking that oh i'm gonna be this or oh, it's, it's gonna become this like that's dope to think Definitely. about that but if you're doing it for that sole purpose to try and make money off of it mm -hmm. then don't do it like, it's that's, also that, that's i don't I think like. that i don't think it'll last that long like especially when it comes exactly. to music and stuff like i see these guys and they like if they weren't passionate about what they make or excited about yeah. like what they write like you should see their faces like when they come up with something like oh yeah it's fire yeah. and this and that like they have to be in it to like want to continue doing it exactly and i mean i think that we've all kind of like agreed that uh, it, it just allows you to have bigger opportunities outside the platform too so it's, it yeah. kind of serves as a purpose of both i think yeah that's what i mean like you got it like you you got to come in with the idea of like i'm gonna have fun with it but also put in that work to realize like i can make this into something but don't go in with that sole purpose of oh i'm gonna just try and make money like i just feel like there's a disconnect with that with those I think that if uh, I think working with people who like aren't like clout chasers yeah um, exactly if, yeah, if you go, you go into it word. with a clout chasing mentality yeah. it's not gonna work out for yeah. you yeah and I, 100%. I, think, I think also the cool thing what you're doing is like having the two YouTube channel and also doing law like being an entertainment law like the future you know TikTok brown kid will be yeah. like hey Waji's an entertainment lawyer like I, I've been watching yeah. him for years I can you know go out go to him and exactly yeah. right what else is interesting is that there's a lot of people um, like I do a lot of uh, media freelancing on the side mm -hmm. and uh, there's a lot of people that own firms, whether it be, you know, taxes, law, whatever it yeah. might be. And they come to me and say, hey, I'm trying to start a podcast now or I'm trying to make yeah. a, uh, this commercial now or I'm trying to have this web series. Can you help me set that up? Yeah. And for yeah. you, there is an opportunity in growing some sort of business where you're giving, you know, lectures or, or tips yeah. or whatever in a media form, but you already know how to do that. You already have an audience. Yeah. And plus, I've read that um, on YouTube, like those guys, whether they might be pyramid schemers or whatever, um, they make a lot of money because the, the advertisers are all uh, yeah. like, you know, academic related or yeah. or they're like corporate you know, in the corporate world. Is that something that you would consider doing? Bro, I've, I've, I've already considered it. Like I've had like a whole plan of like, this is what I, like what you said, like creating like a whole platform for that, like a mentorship plan or whatever it is, right? Like I've had all these opportunities and ideas, but there's just not enough time to implement it. And it's just like, that's where I'm having that frustration because bro, it's like when you're in school, it's just 
like I just can't put in so much effort into you know what I mean it's just like right. I have all these ideas like I want to be able to give all this advice and learning that I've done along the way and like all these failures and whatever obstacles that I got hit all the way and like be able to share that with people that like well, us or like me it's already part of your brand though yeah. like you know yeah. it's like it's almost like Gary V where Gary yeah. you know although he he's already he's giving out so much knowledge it's on the way for him like yeah. he's going to a meeting I don't know how re realistic it is or not but yeah. from from what we see he's on his way to a meeting and midway he stops and spits free game to this kid who's like hey Gary V I'm doing this blah 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 so for you that might be like we all but, we all know that you're in you know law school you're doing this yeah. thing maybe you get these questions here and there and it's adding to your brand and not thing, only though, that, he, like if Gary V. Sorry, Gary V. Has a whole team behind him, though. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like what? Yeah, like, that's that's where it's, the, it's a difficult process. It's like when it's a one man show, bro. You go out, you do that stuff, you spit game, this and that. You got to think about, okay, I also got to film this. Okay, now mm. I'm gonna come back and edit it. Okay, now I'm gonna come back and post it. If I was straight up just spitting and just like whatever it is, like right now or whatever it may be, it's so much easier because I don't have to worry about the whole, like you know what I mean, the whole process True. of putting it up. Why you guys interns? Is that a process uh, process you might look into in the future? Hundred percent. Like I like meaning like I've always like like what you said. I've already had ideas of wanting to do that type of stuff and like help others through the process. But it's like I need. I feel like you need a team behind your back, or you just need like like what you said, interns or some someone to help you along the way to like. Because if you don't have the time, then you gotta like hire someone or find interns to help you through that process. So, I think yeah. especially like when you graduate law school too and you're like in that field and especially when you have like that type yeah. of wisdom to go to as well like if you were to do some sort of like a talk show on your channel or yeah. like podcast or mentorship or something like I listen to like six different lawyers on a weekly basis oh, no way. through podcasts and I'm not in law school like like but, but Amber's I have a felon <laughs> I oh, I, I hardcore enjoy like consuming like knowledge through podcasts. So like that's gotcha. just whatever they yeah. have to give up. So you'll you'll be able to have the opportunity and at least that option later down the line and the skills to be able to like fully yeah. do it. See, like I tried, bro. I tried doing the whole podcast podcasting, but I put out one episode, <laughs> bro. It was a good one. That was the one yeah, you posted bro, on. That, yeah, and like that took so much time and work and effort. You and bought then, the like, mic I'm and like, everything, bro. That's what I bought this for. So like, no, I, I use it like, literally, literally. That's what I bought this mic for. And I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna go ham with this, right? But then life catches up to you. Life catches up to you, and it's just like, like I try and you make time. You should have a podcast with your mom. Ooh, imagine that would be so. Ciao with Mama G. That would be that would be really good. Low key, giant biscuit like, with Mama G. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. See, I gotta get advice from you guys and help and how to start set all that stuff up because you guys have already done it. You know what I mean? So y'all gonna help me. We'll help you with whatever you need. We're we're also just you know rolling the dice every day. You know, I think all of us are. But it's incredible to see. You know, even though you tr you attempted it, you you knew what you wanted to do. It was still it yeah. still came off authentic because you didn't yeah. you weren't like all right. I need to have this format that podcasters usually have and this and that. You just yeah. You just did what you do, which is like yeah. talk to your, you know, your audience the way that they know you and the way yeah. that, you know, you have this language, this mutual language at this point. You created your own terminology and your own yeah. mottos and everything. And that's what it's about. It's like, yeah. okay, I have this following. How do I, you know, take it to the next level? How do I, uh, you know, grow it? Yeah. And, you know, what is, I, I want to know, like, what is next for you personally yeah. or, like, that people can look forward to? What are you looking forward to? So, bro, I, bro, so, man, I've been working on, I've been working on, like, a lot of things, but it's just, like, 
fully executing it like if you guys see my phone in terms of all the ideas that i have written down of all the things that i've been working on like there's a lot of things but it's just like fully executing that's what i've been having trouble with but basically a couple of things that are like on on the horizon what you talked about of having this sort of platform i'm like the podcasting that i started the whole flip the switch thing like that's something that i, I want to grow out fully and that's something that i want to help others through so that's one thing that i've been working on but i've been working on that like, yet? i was gonna say uh, that was literally my question like do you oh, have merch for that I didn't sell. I haven't sold. I I didn't set up any merch yet. I just haven't done any of that type of stuff. Like I just you want to though, right? That would be. Fire. I want to do it all. I want to do it all. Like there's <laughs> so many ideas I want to do. Like bro, even like this is low key, but I'm even working on like I created like this own like water drink type thing that like kind of helped me through my like that was like through okay, my studies because I was a like water I was, drink. No, so like I was so I'm the type that this is exclusive stuff, but I'm the type that. Like, I don't like drinking coffee. I can't do it. I don't drink coffee, right? That just messes up my stomach and got to go to the bathroom multiple yes. times, right? <laughs> I don't drink coffee. I'm not the type of wakes up, drinks coffee. Also, I'm not the type that wants to, like, drink those, like, all those, like, sugar sugar stuff, drinks, chemical energy, like, all those energy drinks. And this, I don't type of do that. So, like, I was like, you know what? Let me just try and figure something. Let me find something out. So, I got presented with this opportunity. I created something, bro for like the past year and a half that i've been working on are you a, are you trying to be a lawyer or a chemist what's happening exactly bro like literally like right it's like it's my entrepreneur spirit so i created like a whole like a energy-based water drink type thing right and that's what i'm saying like and i've been using that and it's just like all this type of stuff like that i have it works but bro like i've been that's what i've been using that's what i've been doing so it's like things like that you gotta it's like, say it too. exactly right but it's just like it's like i have all this type of stuff that i've been I've been wanting to, waiting to launch, waiting to do, like like you said, the whole podcasting. This is the little business venture that I'm working on. Merch, always wanted to do that. It's you just, should pass bro. on to your sister to help you. Yeah. I know. My, my sister's a, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> she, she can't even, she can barely film for me. Like, it's bad. Like, she can barely film for me. It is Isn't bad. that the worst when you tell your siblings oh to, like, God. do something and then it's just, like, oh, not so the way you want it? Bro, my, bro, when I'm filming a skit with Mama G2, like she thinks that I'm like Sanjay Leelam Bisali, which is like a crazy director. So she just calls me that because, bro, when I get into it, man, y'all should see the. I get little like Loki. I, I get too into it, and I, I don't scream, but I just like like you know like I don't scream, but it's like you get irritated. You get I have annoyed. annoyed voice. Yeah. yeah, I get so annoyed. I'm like, Mama, yeah. no, I should go to. I should do it like this. Do yeah. it like that. Like, Mom, you're doing. You're being too extra. Being over the top. Like, Mom, do this. Do that. Like, and then, bro when i'm filming them it's completely fine because i'm filming them right but then when it's seen now now it's my turn to my scene right now i gotta be in it right it's my scene literally bro i scream at my sister because she can't <laughs> film properly my mom's not gonna touch the camera but i get my and my sister if i even get her down here to tell you guys bro she literally she dreads it when i say oh, i want to film something she's like i don't because she knows i'm gonna start screaming at her and yeah. i feel bad but like she yeah. hates it because she knows that i'm gonna start screaming and I'm like, if and my I start going off at her, I start going off. I'm like, you don't know how to do this. Like, you have no hobby. Like, you don't <laughs> you like, know. Yeah. I then oh, start no. going. Off. I'm like, how do you not know how to freaking work a camera? Like, look, like, dude, I start going off, bro. I feel bad. <laughs> if my if my brother was here, he would be like, I want to talk to your sister so I have somebody to you know have some <laughs> therapy with, because I do the same oh. thing to him. It's so funny. Y'all man, the struggle, man, it's crazy. Dude, you're incredible, and, and I'm so excited for, like, it's getting me excited hearing you talk about all this stuff because I know that, you know, with your mentality, there's only so many people yeah. out there that actually, you know, will act on, on these things and not just, like, talk about yeah. it. And, and you told us a lot about the things that you that worked out for you because yeah. of, you know, your will um, mm -hmm. to, to go and chase whatever it is that you wanted. Um, where can everybody find you? 
Um, yeah, so I mean, I'm always mainly on Insta- all the social media platforms, but you're talking about like where to find me in terms of my content? Your house address. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, right? Shit. I'm just telling you right now. So anyways, um, but no, on Instagram, um, watch US, t- uh, Twitter, low key, I, I stopped using that. I don't know. Stop using it. It's mainly Instagram. Now TikTok, bro. TikTok's going off. TikTok's yeah. popping off. And then YouTube here and there, but mainly probably Instagram. Anything you want to leave uh, the people with before we ask you our last question? Oh, now I'm a little curious about this last question. You probably, huh? Okay. Um, nothing, man. Honestly, whoever's listening to this, I just hope that you guys took little nuggets of advice, whatever it may be, whoever's watching, and just make, make stuff happen. Like, don't, don't stop. Like, if you hit a roadblock, like, even through my life stories and my struggles or whatever it may be, you hit a roadblock, just, just find another route. It'll all work out. Don't stop if the first time it doesn't work out. That's all I got to wow. do. I flip the switch. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Um, okay, so at the end of every podcast, this is Strange Flavor, so we ask the guests oh, okay. one last question. Shamir, if okay. you want to take that away. If you could describe yourself in any flavor, what would it be and why? Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, sh- any flavor? Yeah, so and, desi, and you got you know to say why. So we're desi, you know? Okay, so Spicy. I'm spicy, you know, like, okay. like I just want to add a little spice to your life. I think that was my, uh, that was one of my Instagram captions. I think anybody wants to use that. <laughs> Next Instagram caption, let me add a little spice to your life and put it like a little emoji. But I would say, I would say um, something, some flavor was spicy because um, like I said, yeah, literally like the type of person that I am, bro, like even though I can be going through like stressful times, I can be down or whatnot. At the end of the day, we're human. We can feel that way. But I just feel like I've alhamdulillah been able to cope well with those type of stress, with whatever downfalls, and just keep it pushing and keep smiling and being happy. And I feel like that's how people should go about their lives and just be happy and make others happy at the same time. So I just want to add a little spice to you guys' life. Add that's a little spice wow. to your life. Yeah. Although Fire. your sister, your sister would say the the spice oh. is probably you know that, that red character. <laughs> you know that red yeah. character from Inside Out, the angry one. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. She would Do say you like that chili, that's the spice. Chili meat is good, but I haven't had it in so long. Like literally, I haven't had. Sorry, it in so you said long. spice. I had to ask. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I love. Chili but what's wait? If you guys, what's you guys' flavors? If you guys don't mind me asking, has any oh. of the guests asked you guys your flavors? We we did it like way before because yeah. when yeah. we started the podcast, like we went can over. You, it. Can you refresh? Maybe it's changed over the time. <laughs> refresh. I want. I want to hear. I want to hear. I'm you guys st- your I flavors. stick to. I stick to mine. Mine's mint chocolate chip. Um, oh, I I chose mint chocolate chip because first of all, I'm a chocoholic, but chocolate is I the love root chocolate. and. And it's it's embedded in there, and I never forget my roots, and I hope I never will, inshallah. But um, the mint, because I like being you know spontaneous and fresh with things, so always learning, always growing, but never forget where I came from. Yeah, okay. mine was uh, orange starburst. No matter oh, okay. what, you know, dark light, I always like to stay positive and try to stay positive. Hey, lit. Okay. Little burst of energy. Mine burst. was sprinkle because I like to add a little sprinkle everywhere I go. Hey, nice. Okay, no chaat masala, no none of that type of stuff. Chaat masala. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Hey, Waji, thank you so much for thank being you. on here, man. Appreciate we learned so much man. from you. Um, I hope that everybody will benefit from this. And honestly, Shama. we're proud of you. Uh, yeah. I know we don't. We, you, this man. is our first time meeting, but it's so yeah, incredible yeah. seeing the journey you've been on. And yes. we hope that you know everybody's able to to benefit from everything that you yeah. said. Keep rocking, man. These guys, whoever's listening, these guys are creative as heck. Follow them, bro. You guys, are, honestly, man, you guys are coming with my TikToks, all this type of stuff, <laughs> or even Instagram. Like you guys in the music videos, I. I 
I'm sorry, man. I talk a lot, but here's here's the thing, man. <laughs> a lot of times, bro, within our community and within Brown community, bro, uh, whoever's editing this shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. It goes up just like this. It goes up just like this. Okay, that's our lit. So, Get bro, it in. So, so like a lot of times, man, we always, even especially within our communities, we always want to see other people like put themselves down, right? We always put others down, like oh, like you're trying to be better than the other person, you're trying to be better than the next person. Even with our parents, try to compare them with this person. So like, I feel like. Even that's gotten into my head a couple of times, seeing content creators and like wanting to be better. But at the end of the day, man, like especially if it's your own people, you should be happy for them, want to see them strive, be successful. So I just wish nothing but the success and happiness for you guys. And inshallah, Damn. you guys. Thank you so much. Word, man. I'm so, so glad much. you said that. That was so yeah. important. You know, yeah, like 100%. It, it's it's absolutely necessary that we support each other and and uplift each other you know yeah. we're not competing with one another we're, exactly. we're trying to get to the same places as everybody else so yeah. um thank you for being an awesome example for that too um for everybody listening thank you for listening to another episode of strange flavors it's been another week another flavor a little less stranger we'll talk to you Dig. next time I'm in the sky now I'm with the birds I'm with the birds Feeling real high now Never gonna die down This is my life now